This is womensleadershipsuccess.com radio podcast, episode number six, The Hidden Power of Social Networks with Don Lyons. And listen at the end of this show for a special offer worth $500. Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast, showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brom and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life. No matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur, join Sabrina for coaching and no-nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line. This is Sabrina Brom with womensleadershipsuccess.com. In this segment of Women's Leadership Success podcast, we will be discussing the hidden power of social networks. Our guest today is Don Lyons, the franchise owner of BNI and the Referral Institute. Welcome, Don. Thank you, Serena. Don, can you tell us a little bit about your businesses? Absolutely. Uh, currently, we run and operate over 70 chapters of BNI Business Network International, and that amounts to about 2,000 members. And those members basically meet on a regular basis in order to help each other generate more business by referral. And I also am a co-owner of the Referral Institute. And both companies actually go hand-in-hand. The Referral Institute basically trains and coaches people on referral marketing. Mm -hmm. And one of the places that we recommend they do their referral marketing at is within B&I. So the two companies go hand-in-hand, and it makes life very easy. Fantastic. Well, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about what is networking? Mm, Great question. And it's been uh, very eye-opening over the past couple of years. I think that most business owners out there think that if they are running around town, going to different mixers and functions, that they feel like they are networking because you're in activity mode. You're doing something. And what we're trying to show people is that networking is really much more about the relationship and really going deep with the relationships because you're much more likely to do something for someone else, the closer you are to them and the more comfortable you feel with them. So Dr. Meisner, who is the founder of BNI as well as the senior partner in the Referral Institute, his definition of networking is more about when you are willing to help someone else with something that they need. And then that may or may not be giving them referral business. That That's so interesting. I, I recently had a person that I barely knew asked me for help promoting her business. And what you're saying is so different than that, right? Absolutely. (laughs) First and foremost, um, do you know if you want to promote her business or not yet? No, I don't really know her that well. Exactly. And so what we've got to do when we network is simply get to know people so that they feel more compelled to want to do things with us and or help us in some way, shape, or form. So what do we do to deepen our connections? What's a good way to start that? Well, the number one thing, and again, networking is going to be different depending on if you're a business owner, if you work for a company, whatever it may be, but the number one thing that you've got to do is you've got to build the relationship and you've got to build the trust, which means in, in our language, how, how we say it is, are you referable? And so as you're building the relationship and the trust, people are going to start to 
say, gosh, you know what, Sabrina's always showing up early for our meetings together. I really like that. Or, you know, she always shows up in a suit, and she looks great, and she's very, uh, you know, as far as you know, maybe presentation skills, she's got a great presentation that she does. And people start seeing you, and they get visibility with you, they get credibility with you. And once you have credibility with someone, then that's when it typically moves into profitability. Talk about follow-up in terms of credibility. Oh, follow-up is very, very key, especially in referral marketing. And one of my favorite sayings about referral marketing is, referral marketing, you can't do it alone. In referral marketing, you are always relying upon other people bringing you that referral business. So the number one thing you've got to do is acknowledge the fact when somebody does give you that referral business. As far as follow-up goes, you had better make sure that you are contacting the, the referee, the person that was referred to you, uh-huh. as soon as possible. But the second step, which a lot of people in business miss, is call that person who referred you and say, hey, by the way, Sabrina, I wanted to let you know that I followed up with Joe. We have an appointment on Friday, and everything looks great. And then, even after you have the appointment with Joe, call them back again and say, you know what, I want to let you know this was the perfect referral for me. Mm-hmm. Or, in some cases, you might have to say, you know what, Sabrina, I just want to let you know that was excellent job on getting me this referral. I want to let you know that Joe wasn't quite right for me. So if we could talk about this, I can share with you, you know, what happened and, and why it wasn't quite right, but I want to let you know that I actually referred him to someone else. Because what you always want to do is make the refer, the person giving you the, giving you the referral, you always want to make them look good. Mm-hmm. So if I still took good care of your referral, that makes you look good. And that's so important in the follow-up process, just keeping people in the loop and making sure they know where you're at within that referral process. I was even thinking of, of times when someone has said to me, I will get a piece of information for you mm-hmm. or give you the name of someone that I think can help you. Yeah. And then I don't get a call back. Right. So it, to me it's so, so good when somebody actually comes back with the information, sends me the article, does the thing they said they were going to do. Absolutely. And that's part of being referable. So now you're much more likely to want to do something for those folks than the folks that don't even let you know if the appointment went well or if the deal closed or anything. Because don't forget, when you, get, when you are giving referrals, you are doing work on behalf of someone else and trying to help them build their business. Mm-hmm. You want to be recognized for that time that you spend. Absolutely. Now, to do this, this takes time. Absolutely. You know, because people say to me, well, I don't really have time to do something like this. Mm-hmm. But how does, how does spending the time, uh, making the deeper connection, getting to know what the person's business is, how does that actually make you more money in your business? Well, when you look at referral marketing, what we try to teach people is that most of us as business owners have been taught to go out there and get the client, right? We need to put food on our table, so what are we going to do? We're going to go out, we're going to find a client, we're going to close a deal, and we're going to be able to eat. Right. What we want to teach people is we want to make sure that they can understand the value of building a referral source. And a referral source is someone who is consistently bringing those clients to you. 
And the work that you have to do is you have to build the relationship. Once the relationship's built, you need to maintain it and do the follow-up work. But can you see the value of having six or ten referral sources that are simply sending you business instead of you having to go out and gather that business each and every day? So this is, this is a very different mindset than going to, say, a chamber meeting and running up and seeing how many cards you can give out and telling somebody they ought to send business to you. Absolutely. Very, very different. It is. And the tough part with mixers such as, as that is most people, when they go to a mixer, they are, and again, and this is in our language, they are direct selling. Uh-huh. They are going up to people, introducing themselves, trying to figure out if that person needs their services or not. That is direct selling. That is not networking. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about giver's gain? Yeah, giver's gain is uh, B&I's corporate philosophy, meaning that the more that you're giving to other people, the more that you will gain from that. And giver's gain is very prevalent in B&I and in any good networker's vocabulary. Because, again, any good networker knows that you have to give first before you gain back. Can you give some examples of, of ways that people might give to other people that would be useful? Yeah, you know, a lot of times people think that, well, I would really love to be doing more referral business with Sabrina, but I don't know if I can give her business directly back. A lot of times people think that you have to give referral business directly back in order to be in a referral relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, it may be the case that you, Sabrina, can give me business fairly easily, but for whatever reason, I'm not able to give business directly back to you. Mm -hmm. So another way to be great at giver's gain is find out what else you're interested in. You may be interested in a specific charity and I could help you volunteer at different functions within that charity, or I could donate something on your behalf to that charity. And so there's a lot of other ways to help people in their business uh, or in their personal lives. You know, I could, I could babysit for you, and you might be, that's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so there's lots of other ways to give, and too many times people get afraid of referral marketing because they don't think they can give direct business back to the person. That that's such a great that's a great tip mm-hmm. to to look for how you can be useful to them. And one of the things I've noticed is if I ask people, "How can I help you?" or "How could I be useful to you in your business?" Yeah. Uh, many times I'll get answers like that that I wasn't expecting. Exactly. Uh, I just had a gal uh, recently. She said, "You know what? I've been trying for you know two weeks to get tickets to the baseball all star." game and I was actually able to do that for her but she she couldn't do it on her own it was something personal but that was a way for me to give back to that that's that's incredible Mm -hmm. that's really incredible um one of the other areas people will say to me you know I'm I'm just uncomfortable in social situations and I don't know how to start a conversation or what to say to people Mm -hmm. and I've been around you enough to know that you're fantastic at that, so I I really love to hear some ideas you have. Oh, sure. Um, Actually, I was just doing a teleseminar the other night, and in the book Masters of Networking, and that is one of Dr. Meisner's books, Uh they actually give a list of about 10 questions that are real easy networking questions. 
here's a couple of my favorites. Obviously, you want to ask somebody what they do and how long they've been in business and things of that nature. One way to get someone to really talk about their business mm-hmm. is to ask them this question, and I love this question. If you knew your business couldn't fail, tell me what would it look like? That's a great question. Because now what happens is the person starts kind of giving you the vision of, wow, if I had no limitations, if I couldn't fail, oh, well, then I would want my business to look like this. And they really begin to give you their, their vision and their goals. Now, again, if you're a great networker, you can listen to that vision and those goals and see, well, gosh, how could I help this person gain those things? That's fantastic. So that's one of my favorites. And then uh, the other one is, is, you know, could you tell me a little bit about what a great customer might look like for you? Because as I'm networking tonight, I may be able to meet some folks that could be a great client for you. Mm-hmm. I also like the question of what, what makes you different from your competition. Yes, absolutely. That usually gets people really excited about what, they, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, Don, what's, what's a success tip that you would give people to help them be successful at networking? Mm. To be successful at networking, I do believe that networking is a skill, so you definitely want to get coaching or training around networking and some specific strategies and tactics that you can utilize. Mm-hmm. But as far as becoming more successful, my we growing up, we actually had a huge apple tree in our backyard with the tire swing and all of that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I just remember my dad saying was, you know what, if you're green, you're growing, and if you're ripe, you're rotten. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and so one of the things that I've, I've always worked on is my own personal development. And so I, I believe that your income follows your personal development. Wow. And so, so many times, a lot of us can get caught up on working just on our business, just on our business, and we're so focused and we're hitting all our goals, but yet the income seems to stay a little stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so your income follows your personal development. Yeah, and I, I think our confidence follows that too. Well, absolutely. So the more confident we are, the more confident we're going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. The last thing I'd like to add, well, actually, I have a couple more things. So tell me about showing gratitude. So someone gives you a referral, they give you some business, mm-hmm. they get you an appointment with someone that you really want to meet. What's a way to, to show appreciation to people? That is a great question, and in the Referral Institute, we actually do training on how to reward your referral sources, Uh and believe it or not, most people do not want much. They are looking for a simple thank you card, a thank you note, a small gift. Sometimes people think that, oh, I'll give a finder's fee, and believe it or not, money is not a motivating factor when you have people giving you business. They're giving you business because they know you like you, trust you, and know that you're going to take great care of their friend or their client. Mm-hmm. So money is not a motivating factor by any means, and sometimes it can almost be overwhelming for the person. We actually do a program about behavioral styles, and it's called GEMS, uh, Understanding the GEMS. It's four basic behavioral styles, and the four different behavioral styles like to be rewarded in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so we share that with people at the training so that they understand how to get out there and reward their referral sources. 
what, what I hear you saying is it's important to somehow show that, recognize that the person did something for you, show gratitude yeah. um, by a thank you card, a small present, mm -hmm. uh, by doing something that they would specifically like. Maybe they have a hobby or something that you know about. Yeah, exactly. For instance, um, you know, one of my one of my best referral sources loves baseball, and so if I were to get Giants tickets, or if I were to get you know a gift certificate to the dugout, you know, to where she could go and get what she wanted, mm -hmm. that would be a way that I personalize the gift. It doesn't have to be a hundred bucks or you know a thousand dollars. It could be a $50 gift certificate, but because I know something personal about her, it makes it more special and more meaningful. That, that's really good advice. And to finish, what, what's a tip that you would give people in terms of reducing stress? What do you do when you feel kind of over the limit and you want to relax or cut down on your stress? Mm. Besides going on vacation? Um, yeah. <laughs> now, besides going on vacation, I actually just learned this about three or four months ago from Elizabeth Meisner, who is Dr. Meisner's wife, uh -huh. and she was speaking to a group of about uh, 23, 25 women. Mm -hmm. And she said one of the things that we can do is to put extra time in our schedule. Now, at first, most people would go, well, wait a second, I don't even have any extra time in my schedule. Mm -hmm. But what she called it was she called it margins. And if you know you have to be at point A at 11 a.m. and then point B at 1.30, well, a lot of times we'll just back our meetings right up until the time, and then we get stuck in traffic, and what happens to that second appointment? We're late, and mm -hmm. that becomes stressful. So instead of doing that, why not say, okay, you know, my 1.30 meeting, I'm going to be there by 1, and if I have a chance, I can pull out a book and read for a half hour, I can make a couple phone calls, whatever it might be, but I have started to put these margins into my day mm -hmm. so that I'm just not running from appointment to appointment, and that alone has decreased a lot of stress. That is a fantastic idea. Yep. I love it. I really, really appreciate you taking the time with us today, Don Lyons, and I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Sabrina. Okay, this is Sabrina Brown with womensleadershipsuccess.com. We'll be talking to you again. Thanks for listening today. I would like to know what topics or experts you would like to hear in future shows. Please help me by filling out the survey on womensleadershipsuccess.com by September 30th. And if you are one of the first 10, you will be eligible for an opportunity to win $500 in executive coaching with me. Thank you for joining your host, Sabrina Brahm, on another Women's Leadership Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email her at sabrina at sabrinabrahm.com. Since 1989, Sabrina and her team have helped hundreds of women managers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs with valuable trainings, articles, books, and executive coaching. For additional tips, interviews, and free access to Great Leaders Today mini-course, visit www.womensleadershipsuccess.com.